Hello, thank you for joining us. This is the TU Sports Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by TU beat writer John Tranchina. Uh, John, it's been uh, weird, stressful, bizarre, <laughs> crazy, fill in the word, fill in the blank here, uh, two games so far for TU. They let one get away at Wyoming, almost let one get away last week, but they, but to their credit, uh, they won the game. What, what are you making of this team after two weeks? Yeah, they sure like to make things interesting, don't they? Uh, yeah, this is a this is a team that uh, plays close to the edge. I mean, I feel like each game you, you can take positives from the fact that they jumped out ahead each time. You can take positives in the fact that after letting the lead slip away, they battled back a bit. Even in the one they lost, they kind of did that to a degree, even and weren't able to pull it out. So. There are those elements there, but yes, it's it it was it was an emotional roller coaster both times, and the the loss against Wyoming was excruciating, and it kind of felt like it was happening again against Northern Illinois, and they were able to pull it out. So, you know, I, I think TU fans could be forgiven if they're dealing with a little PTSD this week, but I think, uh, yeah, what to make of them? I don't know. I mean. There's a, you could say a lot about it, but the fact is they did pull out the win this time. I think we'd be having a much different conversation if they did not win that game against Northern Illinois. Uh, that would have been really devastating. But they didn't lose. They didn't lose. We're here and one and one and going into a game that most people think they should win. So they could be two and one, and you kind of forget about the. Forget about it. You, you know, we'll see. I guess, you know, where this fits into the grand scheme of the season is still to be determined. Sure. So if I'd have told you after two weeks Davis Brand was going to lead the country in passing, you would have yeah. said what? I'd have said uh, that's very wishful thinking. So, yeah, that he's been amazing. Uh, he's got a great group of receivers around him that have helped that process. And th that unit together has been really impressive. I mean – the, so, yes, I would have never thought that. I did think he was going to be improved from last year. Uh, I saw a lot of signs of that in the preseason, you know, during their fall camp and practices and stuff. But this good, I did not I did not see that coming. Um, and I don't think it's a fluke. He did it two games in a row. I feel like he's going to continue to do that. This is a talented group. So you and John, you and I talked about this in the preseason a little bit. Uh, about some question marks on the offensive line. You, you don't have good passing stats without good offensive line play, usually. Um, right. is, so is the offensive line just come together better than we thought? Or what's what's going on there? I, I think so. Uh, it's interesting because they have, they've been great, obviously, with pass protection, not as well as good with the running game. But you could also kind of point to the running game as, you know, you're missing – you haven't had your top running backs in there, so perhaps that has had something to do with it. Um, but as far as the pass protection, they have been really good. That offensive line overall, I mean, has exceeded expectations in my mind, having being a bunch of guys that, you know, hadn't start, did, had no career starts heading into that first game. You had one guy get injured in the second series of the season. Another guy stepped in. They swapped out another player, another starter in this last game. And they've kind of continued along. So, yes, I'm very pleased with, pleasantly surprised with how the offensive line has held up, certainly. Yeah, good deal. Okay, so Jacksonville State uh, comes to town this Saturday. 
John, what's what's the number one thing you're kind of looking for from TU uh, in their final non-conference? Well, not their final non-conference game, but uh, right. kind of before they go to Old Miss the following week and things get kind of get taken up a notch. Yeah, well, the, the couple of things about Jacksonville State stands out to me. First of all, they are an FCS school. So immediately you think this is a game they really should win. They need to win it. They should win it. Then you see that, well, it is a an FCS school, but they're actually bumping up next season to FBS. They're going to be a member of the Conference USA next year. They've already, uh, according to Coach Montgomery, they've already been adding uh, scholarships and such to reflect that level. So they have that. They have people. Tra- they've had a number of uh, bigger school players transfer in in anticipation of the jump up. So this isn't really an FCS school, even though they're this is their final season of it. The other thing is they've won three game, all three games. They've already played three. Uh, they've won them all by big margins. They've and they've uh, done it with a superior running game. Their uh, rusher Anwar Lewis rushed for 184 yards last week and three touchdowns. And the team is averaging 277 per game yards of rushing. So. This is a team that, you know, has an offensive uh, potential here, and they've got a very uh, experienced coach who has had a history of offensive uh, innovation, as Montgomery said. Um, Rich Rodriguez, formerly coached at Michigan, West Virginia, and Arizona, and authored a lot of uh, high-powered offenses in those places. So Coach Montgomery was a little concerned about, the you know, how the dynamic offense is going to be. You know, defensively, TU is going to have to have a good day. I didn't know Rich Rodriguez was their coach. Yeah, he just – this is his first year, so, yeah. No kidding. Okay, well, yeah, he should he should bring in an exciting brand of football, you, you think. Yeah, and apparently know. that's that's delivered so far in their first three games. The other thing about Jacksonville State, by the way, that yeah. I found surprising when I discovered it, it's not – Referring to Jacksonville, Florida. This is Jacksonville, Alabama. <laughs> For whatever oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So okay. Some small town in Alabama. That's what these guys are. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, John. Last week, I was really pleased to see TU drew north of twenty thousand. Uh, mm-hmm. for a game. That was real exciting to see. Love it when TU draws well. Uh, they've struggled, you know, with getting getting fans in the, in the stadium. They've done some things this year that, that you've written about that, that we've talked about. Um, describe the atmosphere for us a little bit. What was it like being at a game where there's actually some, some fans there? And I would imagine pretty good little atmosphere given how the game went. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the crowd was great. I mean, it was, it was a big crowd. They were kind of loud. The... <clears throat> They got real loud towards the end of the second half or the first half as they were building that lead. There were a lot of uh, stunned silences throughout the <laughs> the third and fourth quarters as uh, as Northern Illinois mounted their comeback. But they were there at the end and made a lot of noise when uh, TU pulled it out at the end. So it was it was a cool environment. That both the players and Coach Montgomery uh, post game talked about how much they got a lift from that. Uh, so, and the fact, and they all noticed the, some of the spruced up elements of the game day presentation as well. So I think all of that feeds together to, uh, to have attracted a big crowd. And, you know, 
as the opener and with a lot of the new changes that drew a lot it'll be curious to see i'll be curious to see how things show up this week with a you know lesser name opponent it's not the opener anymore and they've already seen the most of the changes pretty much everything is similar this week to last week they say there's going to be some new wrinkles here and there and and that's cool there's you know there's another country band playing on the commons before the game they'll have a uh, fireworks afterwards um we know that so there's a but it's pretty much similar stuff but clearly the team got a boost from that uh the energy of the crowd and are certainly hoping for that again yeah yeah no doubt uh so john you wrote about this earlier this week um so no anthony watkins and no generic prince at, at least at right. least for this week correct and that's and that's about all we know that's about all we know. He he wouldn't elaborate again on what the reason they're not in the lineup is. They're not going to be in the lineup this week. He did make a point, I think, two weeks ago to point out that they were not uh, off the team. So, okay. they're, so they're not done, but we don't know when or if they're coming back and what reason. Um, so, and then last week, on top of that, you had Jordan Ford, who had mm -hmm. who started the first game against Wyoming at running back. He didn't play last week either against Northern Illinois. And that uh, Coach Montgomery did say was injury-related, He uh, and he was day-to-day. -day. So uh, that makes me think he could possibly be back or he might not be. Not sure if he's going to be in the lineup either. So, I mean, that's part of the, you know, that could account for some of the running game loss. But on the other hand, Steven Anderson has been really good. <clears throat> he handled most of the load last week and did a, did a good job. Had a couple of backups, uh, Bill Jackson and Gary Taj come in and, uh, and spell him. And, and when Taj came in late in the, uh, came in in the fourth quarter, he kind of added a little spark that the offense needed at that point in the game. So, I assume we may see more of him if if Jordan Ford is not in the in the game. But uh, yeah, the running back is room is depleted. But so far they've gotten uh, they've done just enough, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, John. How do you see Saturday shaking out? What's your score? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I I feel like you know they should win this. They're pumped up. I think they're going to. It's probably going to be closer than they would have thought. So I'm going to still go with like a 31-24 score. I think it's going to be, it's going to be closer than maybe it should be. That's kind of how this team seems to operate. Uh, <laughs> they play to the level of their opponent, whether it's above or below, it seems, and they're going to make it interesting. But uh, I think they're going to pull it out, um, and we're going to be two and one. All right, John and I will be coming at you every Thursday. You can download us for free at uh, Google, Apple, and Spotify. We appreciate you checking us out. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, John, great stuff. We'll check in next week. All right, sounds good.